What's up, guys? Last Call Sports here. We are back, and we are back from the beach as well, which is awesome. It's great to be back. Definitely miss the beach, though, but wouldn't want to be behind the bar with anybody else. So not to get emotional on you guys, but... We missed if, you. Yeah, um, we missed you guys. Mainly miss Gruber. Yeah, that's fine, too. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> if you didn't notice, though, and if you haven't been keeping up with our social medias, we have fired up the Discord. Mm -hmm. The Discord is... Rolling. The Discord is hot. hot right now. The Discord is just out of the oven. It is hot. <laughs> so hot. So hot. It was preheating for a while. It was now. Yeah. Now it's out. It's supper's, hot. Stu supper's on the stove. It you is. know what I'm saying? No, like we, it even, is. we even turned the broiler on for the last. Hey, couple it is seconds. hot. It is hot Before right now. I mean, it's just great content. Honestly, that's what it is. It's just, we're just adding more and more uh, weapons to our. Uh, and we've got everything. We we don't just have college football. We've got Korean baseball. We've got midday soccer. NHL. We got pucks on ice tonight. Preseason basketball. Which I'm I'm going to be two and zero after tonight. Islanders look like they're going to smash the under if they can do it. They're doing it on their own right now. You got to love. Early, you got to love early season hockey. Got to love the boys on ice. There's no better sport live than hockey, in my opinion. Is that controversial? It's pretty controversial. UFC. I've been to UFC live. In Nashville, check our highlights. <laughs> Instagram. We were right there. We were close, but I mean, it was, you know, bring it back. It was, it was, it was a good beach trip. We had a good time. Loved it down there. Had some questionable weather at the end of the week, but I turned the calendar. I'm a year what's older. The, yeah, yeah. Gruber's birthday, which is huge. What's the, what's the best beach drink? Beach drink? Yeah, like you're sitting on the beach. What is the best? Like you're you're out there. It is eighty four degrees. You know that's just where it's like the sun's hot. You still get that good coastal breeze. See, I you love rum. Any tropical, any tropical paradise type deal. Basic. I'm going rum. Rum and what? You're just going straight rum? No, not straight rum. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna mix it with some grenadine. Okay, <laughs> grenadine rum. <laughs> grenadine rum. <laughs> and just a red solo cup, no and ice, little, and a little sprite, <laughs> a couple sand yeah. like that have fallen. You know, uh, look, look, a little sunscreen in it. <laughs> yeah, hey, not sunscreen. Okay, you yeah. don't do sunscreen. No, you need no. to. No, mm -mm. you got to prevent yourself. Mm -mm. Yes, you do. I wear a hat. On your whole body? No, just on my face. Real, but the rest real, of the wide brim. What? The rest of my body, it, it gets pretty tan, right? One of those like big hats, you know, it's just like no, the big hat, like the this. one the yeah. golfers wear with the tin on the top of it. Yeah. But also, if you're in the water the whole time, you don't even need sunscreen on your body. You but your hat. Well, it doesn't matter, I guess, what you wear out there. If you're only drinking rum and grenadine, you're I'm not going to anything. Yeah. I'm not that drinking there at the beach. All right, there's two things I'm doing at the beach. I'm out there playing in the waves. All right, I've got me a boogie board, and I'm boogie board. Snorkel kit. He's that I've, guy. I snorkel. Okay. He's that guy. Or I'm digging a big ass hole. Okay. Okay. Love to dig a hole. Mm. What, are you, what are you drinking on the beach? Uh, man, I got to go with a good old mai tai. Mm. Mm. Get a little That's respectable. Get a Grenadine little and rum is not respectable. Siri showing out. Find me new Mai Tai recipes. Find a Mai Tai good. near me. I I'm gonna say just basic, but definitely underrated. Corona and lime. Yeah. yeah Not just, in a glass, because that's illegal. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do it in You're a glass. A special, there's a special place in hell for people that drink glass. Yeah. Out of you bottles. can't even bring a you can't even bring a little charcoal grill on the beach either. That's illegal too. Someplace you can. On the Atlantic side, we could. Mm. Yeah, what we would do is dig a little hole because I know you're big on digging holes. Mm -hmm. 
throw some little coals in there, throw a little thing on top, and just let it let yeah. it bake. Well, speaking of holes, I'm digging out of a hole right now. <laughs> I'm digging out of a hole from Saturday. Okay, so this Sheesh. past Saturday, so let's get it back. Was a little rough. You missed me. That's what it was. I wasn't here. Yeah, I didn't have the plays. I'm back. Well, if we all want to talk about holes, I planted my seed and I'm going to be a dad again. (laughs) Are you serious? Give me a high five. Dude, that's awesome. awesome. I found out last week, but. Congratulations. Second one's on the way. Preheating in the oven. That's amazing. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, so. Breaking news. Don't tell anybody because we haven't told anybody yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, hey, I well, was about until tomorrow about <laughs> four o'clock. Yeah. We start posting this on social media. Whenever mm. you said you had some big news, I was about to say that. But I was like, nah, they just got back on the beach. Well, I was scared show. that you're going to give it away because you're like, Kelsey's sick as a dog. I was like, dude, chill. That went right I didn't over put that head. together. No, yeah, you know, you didn't say it, that earlier. He doesn't even wear hats on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do wear. I wear big hats. But he is a fast swimmer. So. Yeah. He is a fast swimmer. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm yeah. very happy for y'all. Thanks, That's awesome. Somebody else's fast swimmer. Yeah. Not going to go there. <laughs> Not going to go there. But, but yeah, I'm going to be a dad again. Got the ultrasound back today. Everything's good. Baby's heart rate, 165. Probably because he knows I got some plays out tonight. <laughs> He's stressing. Kidding. He's even more excited. Or a girl. <laughs> or I don't know. She's even more I don't excited. know. Could be a girl because he's been sick. That's what they say. Hey, Olivia was uh, never sick. Yeah, I mean, I've seen... Back and forth news on that. I think the was it heart rate's over one fifty five or so. Mm-hmm. It's normally a boy. Yep. So one sixty five is a heart, fast heart rate. Yeah. You could be doubling down. Ours was a fast heart rate. Olivia was never sick. So Kelsey wasn't sick at all the first. Really, dude. I kind of got a little morning sickness the other day. <laughs> I'm not, and I heard that's a thing. You do. You feel. You the feel it. Effects. Yeah. Did you, Logan? Did you get that? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I think everybody woke up Saturday a little sick. Yep. Yeah. I think everybody's still a little sick right now. I, for one, went to bed Friday night with Colorado up 29. <laughs> thinking, you know, this is in the bag. Yeah. Mortgage payment, 12 leggers, still alive. Still alive. Mm-hmm. And woke up to see that. Brandon, are you still a Buffalo? So I'll tell you this. <laughs> I love what they got going on there in Boulder. I do. And as bad as I want to be a Buffalo still, I'm teetering because when Shadur Sanders is on his phone at halftime <laughs> tweeting about merch that he's dropping, I wanted to drop my Buffalo status right then. I respect the hustle. I do, but but you're up 29-0 and then you go to lose the game. So I do have a new rule that I would like to put in place oh, for, for everyone. I'm going to get one. Do not go to sleep with West Coast games still going on and you have bets out. Just cash out. Just yeah. go ahead and cash, cash out early. Out. So cash out before going to bed on West Coast games. That's my new rule. That's like going to sleep on Christmas Eve and then waking up the day after. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty – I feel like that's kind of equivalent. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? That Colorado game wasn't even the worst beat. Mm-mm. I'll you know tell you what the, the worst beat was? Me taking New England plus three and a half and Mac Jones getting sacked at the end of the game to lose the game by four. Hey, that was the best Mac Jones has looked by all year. So, well, he didn't <laughs> look very good whenever he was going down in the end win. zone with two minutes left in the game. No, Colorado State. That was wild. Boise State, Colorado State. Yes, that right there was maybe worse than the Colorado game. Honestly, oh, little fight going on in this MTSU game. Oh, ref is down. <laughs> ref is down. <laughs> ref is back up. Now he's talking crap. Oh, the ref's pissed. Bald head. Yep. All right, move on. 
All right, well, let's get into these games this weekend. I'm going to keep this Liberty game up right now. It's 42-35 to 35 with 11 and a half minutes left, and I got Liberty Moneyline for that second leg legger, which you should be tuning into that on our social media because this is 100% going to hit to 10,000. So keep on uh, the watch for that as well. But let's move into these big games for this week, college football week eight already, which is absolutely asinine. Time's flying. Um, insane. And shout out to my boys in, in North Carolina. <laughs> shout out to them. They've been treating me five-star meals every week. Just hot. And everybody is still just, I don't know what's going on. Why, why, when are they going to start respecting them in Vegas? Giving them some lines that they can't cover. Oh, they're trying. Well, they're this trying week. this hey, week. Yeah. You want to know something about North Carolina, though? Last week changed the entire, it almost rewrites history for North Carolina. Because, mm. you know, North Carolina has struggled mightily for their entire entirety of a football program mm-hmm. against ranked opponents. Mm-hmm. Like, Always. And this past weekend was a perfect setup for Miami to come in there. and A lot of people said it was a trap. It, it was. Like, it was perfectly set up for it. But having Tez Walker back, North Carolina looks – like, I know they've covered and they've looked great all year, but they still have looked like they were missing something on offense. Mm-hmm. And Drake May hasn't looked exactly right this year. Fair. But having Tez Walker back, he's right. And yeah. that offense is right now. Yeah, they are, they're moving the ball cons- consistently. Yeah. Not yeah. just getting hot in a quarter, not just getting, you know, looking good here and there, but they're actually they're moving the ball and they look good. And they their defense good. is looking And that's too. why I'm a Tar Heel. <laughs> <laughs> that is why I'm a Tar Heel. I actually painted the bottom of my right foot blue tonight, but it's a little chilly in here, so I'm not going to bring it out. Hey, go ahead and order a Tar Heel onesie. Like I ordered that's a my Halloween onesie. That's my <laughs> Halloween outfit. I got a blue, just a morph suit. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, and I got some big blue shoes on. I like I'm aware. I'm just running around. Yeah, Jordans. Mm-hmm. I, like I bought a Ram, too. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a Ram. Kelsey doesn't know about it. It's in the it's in the shed in the back of the house. Just but. beating it down. Well, let's jump into these uh, big games this week, okay? So we got first game of the week, <laughs> Penn State at Ohio State. Penn State uh, is actually the dog in this game. Ohio State's. Minus four and a half, over under 46 and a half. I'm a nitty line this week. <laughs> what is a nitty line? I have no clue. A nitty line. It's, it, do, it doesn't strike fear. Mm-mm. But this weekend, they're going to strike fear in the mm. Ohio Ooh. State. Bars. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you this. Comicord, not it. Ohio State, they've played well in the second half of games, and they've started covering games. But – Early on, they always start slow. I looked. At, I look for Penn State to get up early here. Favorite bet of the week, I'll go ahead and tell you, is Penn State first half money line. Uh, Drew Aller is the real deal. He has not thrown a pick yet this year. Um, he, big body, prototypical NFL type of player, but going way under the radar. Nobody talks about him right now. Uh, I've got Penn State winning this game. I, I think they could win it pretty handily too. Score projection. 46 and a half. I'd be willing to say that that this could be like a 27-17 type of game. Okay. Like, I, I I really do think so. I think that – and, you know, people are looking at this and making Penn State the underdog because Penn State really hasn't played anybody. And, they, I mean, they beat the hell out of everybody they've it's played. It's at the horseshoe too, so. Yeah. But uh, they're, a, they're legit. Give mm. me Penn State. Okay. I'll give it to you. Thank you, yeah. 
Man, I don't know what to think about this one either. Because I don't think either one of them played anybody, if you want my honesty. Um, you know my rule. I like to stay with the home dog when I can, especially when the line is less than a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it is at the horseshoe. So I think this will be a true test, a true coming out party, you know. Time to really show your colors. So BB's been cold lately. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Give me Ohio State. <laughs> I can see it being a close game, though. I can see it being a field goal game. So give me, give me Ohio State money line by field goal. They don't cover. You're gonna regret those words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting money on it. That is my prediction. I went into a hideout this weekend. I went to Aaron Rodgers' crib. Right, the <laughs> one in the mountains. Right. How's his Achilles? It's good. You see him throwing the ball? Yeah. Yeah, he's on the field uh-huh. throwing the ball. Let's hear your take, Gruber. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I have written on my sheet. It was the first thing I wrote down tonight. Was Penn State money line? That defense is something serious. I do think that if I was getting away from actual projections, I would probably take the over. There's just so many weapons on the field in this game. When you're talking about Marvin Harrison Jr. and everything Ohio State has, they're finally letting Dallin Hayden get a lot more touches, which I love. Hometown boy. Yep. Uh, I mean, Drew Aller's the real deal. Penn State's defense is sneaky good. I think we were sitting here last week in the group text, and Logan said, take um, – I forgot who Penn State played last week, but don't take Penn State to cover because they don't care about this game. And they didn't, and they still covered. Mm-hmm. There's just weapons all over the field. Give me Penn oh, State yeah. money line. I remember I did that. I was a couple in, but I remember I did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like tw- I think it was like 21 or 22 or something was the mm-hmm. spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember like, who they played, but yeah. But yeah, Penn State. Yeah, Penn State. Good. And another thing too is I know Dallin Hayden's starting to get some some clock now, but Travion Henderson was supposed to be a you know looked at as a NFL draft prospect coming to the year, and he's been hurt. The games that he did play, he looked good in a couple of them, but I don't know. They've got some issues there, and I think it all starts with McCord not being the guy. So mm-hmm. only reason why he's looked halfway decent is because of. The weapons. Yeah. And, hell, he's even made them look bad sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah. Penn State. Yeah, I like Ohio State. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm riding my boy Germ, dude. Y'all are teaming up against us on this side over here. We got our side table, too. We're going to well, be pulling a little weight this weekend, you dude. You want to be on this side. Right? No. They, you want to be with us. Left side's not strong side. <laughs> strong not tonight. Side. Not tonight. I like uh, I like Ohio State. I like Ohio State. What do you I mean, like about them? The they colors. beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame just waxed uh, USC. USC has a horrible defense. They got a good offense. They held them 20-something points. And Notre Dame should have won that game against Ohio State, too. They had some. Can't count. They had some. <laughs> yeah. Can't count. Hey. But, hey, look, I I, I respect it. I like it's a week by week game. That's what I'm saying, dude. Every week it's a new week. They're in. They're they're at Ohio State. They might not cover, but I think they come away with the win. Tough place to play up there. You ever been up there and seen them dot the eye? I have. Hey, let me tell you this. What? Usually I like Ohio State and things. Mm-hmm. But I'm a Nittany line this weekend, okay? Igbuka, Harrison, Fleming. Is Travion playing this weekend? I don't know. It doesn't make a difference on my I don't think it make, I don't think it makes a difference, honestly, either. But I, I like Kyle McCord this week. I think he's going to show up. Oh, you like Kyle McCord? I like him. Okay, all right. Going against – going against, okay, all right. I like him this weekend. You're I, forgetting where, I mean, sorry. You're sorry I have a good take. from. 
All right, we're not going to agree on this one, so let's move to the next game. Tennessee <laughs> at Alabama. Alabama is minus eight and a half. This is a massive game. Um, third third week in October, one of the best weeks. Third Saturday. One of the third, third Saturday in October, right? Yeah. So every single year? Mm-hmm. Every single year. Every single year. Even leap year. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. Tradition. Long well, time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if Tennessee can do it two times in a year. I mean, I don't know. I mean, historically, it's been very bad for Tennessee. Though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a massive game. I feel like a lot of people have this, had this game circled at the beginning of the year, but game is in Tuscaloosa. Tus- uh, the roll tide is minus eight and a half over under forty eight and a half. Gotta love all fans up here. So let's see what we got. Hey, look, I'll let you Brent. all. I'll let you all fans go first. Unless, unless Brendan's never betting on Tennessee again after that Florida smack. Here, I'll just go. I got some. Go, things, go. I, got <laughs> I got some things I need to need to get off my chest about Tennessee. So, so here's here's the thing. One thing I've learned about SEC SEC fan bases, when they are against their team, their team is about to blow somebody out. When they think that it's not going to happen, their team's about to blow somebody out. So I'll start there. Next. If you look at the statistics here, Tennessee should win this game. Tennessee is more Alabama than than Alabama is right now. <clears throat> Tennessee is a run it down your throat defensive first team right now with a game manager at quarterback because that's all Joe Milton has the capability of being right now. But Joe Milton and, and Jalen Milrow are the same exact player right now. 30% of the time, they're going to give you a play that you're like, oh, my God, this dude's good. But then the other 70% of the time, you're going to be fussing at them while they're on the field. But I will give you this. Alabama wins this by, I want to say, almost by 14. Oh, alternate spread. Tennessee, the only road test they've had this year, they got absolutely dog-walked. All right? Gator smacked, son. They did. And I was high on Tennessee that game. And they lost me money. And I hate Tennessee. You can call me a hater if you want, but I hate Tennessee. Yeah, yeah I think that uh, Tennessee's going to win this game. <laughs> and the reason is, is because Brennan's got the, <laughs> the, the role guy. <laughs> no, he's I, not I, even a fake guy. No, he's I think I, I think <laughs> the fake god has the highest hit percentage this I, year. I, I think that Tennessee will win this game, and and I I just have a feeling, you know, that gut feeling, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with gut. the gut. And uh, I'm not putting a ton of money on it, probably 1%. And I'll probably do a dog, like a dog three-leg that we might follow. I know a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Locate the dog, found the dog. So, yeah, I'd like to see Tennessee win this game. Um, Close game, I think. I think it's going to be lower scoring, too. I think Saban's got – he's got it out for Tennessee this year. Yeah. And he might. He does. Did you see that interview on ESPN a couple weeks ago where he had tennis, like the Tennessee book mm-hmm. on the? And he's been preparing for this for but a he's minute. He's got a little look in his eye too. Like, mm-hmm. well, did you see the press conference where they asked him about? Because I think Alabama's like they're definitely dead last in the SEC, but I think they're like towards the bottom in the country and sacks given up, and Tennessee's mm-hmm. three in the country in sacks. And they asked Saban if it was a problem, and he said, "Hell yeah, it's a problem." So, with that being said, I think you're going to see the best version of Joe Milton this year, and that's not because I think he's anything bad about Alabama. I just think that Alabama is going to do everything they can to stop Jalen Wright and Dylan Sampson and Jabari Small. So they're going to play man coverage. Can Tennessee's receivers get open? I don't think so. 
So I'm not going to touch a spread. I'm not going to touch any of that. I will take the under just because I don't trust either offense. They both got problems. But if I had to pick, I would take Alabama to win this game. Mm. It's crazy. Well, Liberty just had a shitty punt on their like two yard line went for like twenty yards. I think the dude kicked it with the wrong foot. That's why you need Tennessee's punter. He's ambidextrous. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that Alabama Tennessee game, Drew? But oh, I've actually got the script. Oh, okay. Shit. I had it in a dream. Nice. But Pelham? I woke up. I was a little hot and I rolled over to the cool side, flipped the pillow and all. Then I saw a completely different script. <laughs> so I see it going one of two different ways. <laughs> if Alabama comes in as the revenge factor, it's not going to be good. And as much as I hate to say it, Tennessee deserves that because Vol Talk, Vol Twitter, you know, every social media aspect of Tennessee gave them absolute hell last year. I was like, guys, like, don't get me wrong, I was pumped, excited, everything, but come on now. <laughs> We're now 115 in the last 15 <laughs> years, you know, 16 years or whatever. Like, act like you've been here before. So, if they come in there, y'all y'all heard me say on this podcast several times, home home field advantage is huge. If they, if they go in there with the revenge factor – game. You know, they've had this game circled just as much as Tennessee had the South Carolina game circled. Mm. So, if that happens, I could see Bama just running away with this. However, when I rolled over, <laughs> I started seeing some stats. Okay? Mm. Tennessee is a stats. completely different identity than what we all thought they were going to be before the start of this year. Everybody thought Joe Milton was just going to step right into Hooker's shoes where we're going to just Keep on going with the air raid. Yeah, we figured our defense was going to get a little bit better, but we didn't know it was going to get this much better. We didn't know we were going to be one of the leading uh, rushing teams in the SEC or the country, rather. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We all thought it was just going to be the air show. So it's going to be one of the line of scrimmage. And I told Gruber on this podcast after the, I think it was the Carolina game, if anybody figures out how to stop Tennessee's run and forces Tennessee to beat them, you know, with Milton's arm, well, then that's how you beat Tennessee. So, if they get the ball running on the ground, get up early, you know, get a first drive touchdown on the, on the ground or something like that, you know, I can see it being very competitive. Um, if they stop the run and force Milton to, you know, even if those receivers do get open, I'm not even sure right now if he can hit them. Because, I mean, like Brennan said, 30% of the time he'll make throws that are like, oh, my God, send him to the league. Other time they're like, what the heck is he doing on the field? So, I hate to be this way, but I am this way because I watch more Tennessee football than any football, so I can really see it going one of those two ways. Like Gruber said, I don't put money on Tennessee, okay? So, you're putting money on Alabama? No, I'm not putting money on anything. <laughs> so, it's my heart. My heart has always been with Tennessee – and always bet with my brain. And that's why, you know, the heart and the brain are two separate organs. There's this much distance in between mm-hmm. them. But even further away from that is the wallet. It's down mm-hmm. here on my ass. So I'm not touching <laughs> any money with this game. But if you were like, you know, held me down and said, you know, Jacob, you got to put money on this game. Make one bet. You know, whatever it is. I'm going to go with the stat. Give me Tennessee plus nine. Mm. I could see it being like a. 24-27 game, you know. Hey, I will tell you this. That line, like that. 
that line will end up being bet down. I would see uh, by Saturday morning, I could see this game being a six and a half point game. Yeah, I can see that too. Because there's going to be so many people in Tennessee at nine and a half. Like it looks a little disre- disrespectful at first. This game will be if you want to jump on Tennessee right now, jump on them now because it's not getting any better for you. Hmm. I will say if Tennessee does win, then I'm acting a fool next week. I'm smoking a cigar down here. I might start an OnlyFans next week if Tennessee wins. <laughs> now we're talking. I like that. We need to start bringing in some money to this yeah, place. <laughs> Speaking of OnlyFans, there's not the many OnlyFans in Mississippi State or Arkansas <laughs> right now. So let's uh, let's talk about the Mississippi State at Arkansas game. Arkansas is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, that's the thing about this game, man. Only the fans are going to be watching this one of Arkansas. <laughs> there ain't nobody else going to be watching this game besides them. I mean, I do think Arkansas is the best two-win team. Right now, they've lost a ton of games really close. I like Arkansas to cover that five and a half at home. Over-unders at 48 and a half. Um, I don't think Mississippi State's very good. I do think that Arkansas is undervalued for the fact of they have lost a lot of close games, and they're, you know, they've been in it. So, in all the games. They almost came away with a win last week at Tuscaloosa. So, um, I'm going to take Arkansas five and a half real quick. I like that. I can tell you, Will Rogers is warming up that noodle arm right now mm. as we speak. He's getting ready. He's getting ready to throw, underthrow everybody, <laughs> throw three picks, run for negative 75 yards. <laughs> right. He needs an NFL deal with Bible free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does. Great guy. All right. I respect him. Great guy, but he's horrible at football. Mm. So, yeah. you like, so you like Arkansas? <laughs> Sign me off on Arkansas. I thought he was betting on State this whole time. No. Hey, Woody Marks is legit, though. What a name. Woody, uh, I'd be willing to bet on Mississippi State just because of Woody, but I'm not in mm-hmm. Arkansas. I, I agree with you. I think they're the best two-win team in mm-hmm. the SEC. No, I agree. I mean, this is a big game for Sam Pittman, too. Sam Pittman needs this win probably more than any other coach in the SEC. Mm-hmm. So I think K.J. Jefferson will have a big game, and I see Arkansas winning this one pretty handily. Yep, I agree too. I know we're not supposed to do that, but Take I mean, I just don't see it any other way. <laughs> I really do. It's like I said, it goes with all my rules. They're at home, like you said, Doc. They're the games they've lost have been really close ones, mm-hmm. heartbreakers. Mississippi State can't carry the cowbells on the road, <laughs> so you know, give me Arkansas and a point. I agree. I agree. It's as simple as that. All right, game five of the slate, we got South Carolina going up to Missouri. Missouri is a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-under is at six-and-a-half. Let's go ahead and start with Brennan on this game because Missouri is his favorite team in the SEC right now. Uh, Brennan, what's your take on this game, please, sir? People get scared, (laughs) but I don't get scared. (laughs) And that's why I'm going with South Carolina. No, most people would see this and they'd be like, you know what? Missouri is a good football team. But Missouri is not a good football team. <laughs> <laughs> they are not a good football team. And a good captain will go down with this ship, and I will go down all year saying Missouri is a, is a fraud and a bad football team. Brady Cook is about to show the real Brady Cook this weekend. I see him throwing three picks against a horrible South Carolina defense. Um, and Spencer Rattler, cocky piece of shit, but he's getting this win. Uh, <laughs> give me South Carolina. Hey, and also shout out to the Gators too for that. Missouri plays better on the road. I was I was looking at uh, some stats earlier. Missouri plays better on the road at home. Hell, Memphis almost beat them. Mm-hmm. So, give me the Cox. 
going right back into what I just said, Sam Pittman needs the win the most. Shane Beamer is right there with him. Shane Beamer needs this game bad, real bad. He needs a new foot, too. Yeah, about to say. Yeah. Puts Jones 2.0. But I texted in the Discord the other day, actually, talking about the South Carolina-Florida game, and I said, I expect a Spencer Rattler masterclass, and he did. But they lost. This week I expect an even better Spencer Rattler masterclass against a very poor Missouri secondary, and I expect South Carolina to sneak away with a win. I love it. I love it. I don't. I think Bieber breaks his other foot. <laughs> <laughs> I think he mistakes a plastic uh, trash can for a metal barrel. And mm. I mean, we've said it over and over again, even even in the office. You know, Missouri's just a better football team than we all thought. Who said that? You did. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah, okay. I'm. Re- I said I'm, Luther Burden's a better I'm, wide I'm receiver turning, than what I give him credit I'm, for. I'm turning but, my phone on voice memo and do it. just leaving it. On, mm-hmm. on the desk from now until the end of football season. I will catch Do you it. saying that You'll again. catch a good, a good bunch of good stuff from me, but not Missouri being a good football team. You said they're a better football team than we all thought. I said they might be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, mites grow on chicken's ass, and guess what? Missouri's playing the cocks this weekend. So they're about to dick them give down. Me, too. Give me Missouri at home. We're agreeing a lot. Mm-hmm. That's either really good or really bad. (laughs) Y'all have awakened a beast. All right, next week, the best team in the country. We've already talked about Tennessee. North Carolina's playing at home (laughs) versus Virginia, opening up as a 23.5 point favorite. 56.5 over under. (laughs) What you feeling, Tar Hill? Go ahead. Come on, Bluefoot. You I'm like go. I, you got. That was almost a touchdown by MTSU, but it got broken up on third down and nine. So now it's fourth down right now with a minute left. We're up seven right now. So that ladder. What's the ball? Uh, I mean, he threw. The guy has a noodle for an arm, so it's not far. Let's see, a 35 yard line. Oh, yeah, 35 yard line. So, all right, back to it. Um, Virginia <laughs> at North Carolina. North Carolina is a 23 and a half point favorite. 56 and a half over under in this game. I'm riding with the boys. Riding with the boys in the blue. Uh, they've been good to me all year. If you haven't noticed, I am the only undefeated man left up here from my last call locks. Shout out to North Carolina. Shout out to North Carolina and shout out to Oregon. But I'm going to ride with them. This isn't my last call lock of the week, though. Ooh. This is your last it's call? No. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, I mean, you gave me that's like That's like, I don't know what that is. It might be. I don't know. Check back in content. Check out on social media. It might be. Horrible. Why? You think I should take it last call? I think Lock? you should, just because it's your... Well, I can't listen to you because you have been cold. <laughs> I'm cold for one weekend, and y'all stop. Y'all start fading me. Okay. All right. Y'all are going to regret that this week. Okay. What do you think, then? What do I think about this game? Mm-hmm. Pick. If you're my opinion, I think North Carolina covers. Mm-hmm. Because I think, it, I think it almost looks like a little bit of a trap. I feel like it looks like a trap. I think Virginia's people, not a good team. I think people are going to take Virginia here. I don't know where the money is, but... Yeah, I'm right there with both of you. Virginia is not a good team. They convinced me that Joe Milton was going to have a hell of a year, and <laughs> yeah. they tricked me. And I know that Drake May is a very good quarterback, so give me North Carolina cover. Tez Walker might have 700 yards receiving this game. <laughs> That's how bad Virginia is. <clears throat> I like it. I mean, Virginia's a bad team. North Carolina's a good team. 
one three and a half is a lot of points. The only thing about a spread that large is it normally takes, you know, a defensive score, special team score, punt return, pick six, something like that, which they have done. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying it can't happen, but, you know, from a money standpoint, when you're kind of banking on something like that happening to cover, it scares me about it. So I might not touch this game from a point spread standpoint, but, I mean, Carolina obviously wins this game very, very easily. Perfect. Duke at Florida State, massive game, probably one of the <clears throat> best games of the week. Uh, Florida State is opening as a 13-and-a-half point favorite. 48 over uh 48 and a half over under in this game. Have we decided if uh QB one's playing this weekend for Duke? The money's telling me it he is. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I don't think him playing or not playing makes that big of a difference on my opinion of this game. I think mm-hmm. they keep it close regardless just because of how good Duke is defensively. Mm-hmm. Duke's defense is nasty. And if we're being honest too, uh Norvell usually drops one that he shouldn't. Every he should year. have dropped that Clemson game. He should have, and it's not, it's knocking at the door right now. And I could I could easily see this weekend being the one that he drops that he should have won with a hurt Riley Leonard coming to town. Mm-hmm. If he does play, he's not gonna be hundred percent. Mm-hmm. If it was a home game for Duke, I would take Duke money line. But being on the road, I don't know if Riley Leonard's gonna play. If he does, he's not a hundred percent. I will, however, take Duke to cover that. What is it, 13 and a half? 13 and a half right I now. will take Duke to cover that. I mm-hmm. think you're looking at more of a low-scoring game this week. Dude, we must have, we must have both went into the cave. We did. I told you I was backing <laughs> better. I like it. Me too. I mean, one of our kind of schemes on here has always been taking the under in the Duke games. Mm-hmm. They've got such a great defense. But, man, Florida State can score some dang points too, you know. I mean, they've under the last five. 41 against Syracuse, 39 against Virginia Tech, 31 against Clemson, 31 against Boston College. But none of those have near as good of a defense as Duke. So, you know, I don't think the Duke under has failed as yet, has it? Mm -mm. Nope. So, give me Florida State money line, give me the under. Really can't decide on the cover yet. It really Mm -hmm. just depends on how the game gets started, who gets up first, where the momentum goes. Like I said before in the last game, you know, do we get a defensive score or a special team score, something like that? So if I'm if I'm gonna play with money on this game, give me the under. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. The coaching duel. Lane Kiffin. Hugh Freeze. Ole Miss at Auburn. Ole Miss over opening up as a six and a half point favorite. Over-under is 55 and a half. Thoughts? Predictions? You want me to lead it off? Go ahead. Every bit of me wants to say that Ole Miss runs away with this game, and it's not even close. They just came off a bye week. Quinchon Judkins was finally looking healthy. Now he's had another week to rest. So I do expect a big Quinchon Judkins game. But... There's this, I said it earlier in the year, there's something about Hugh Freeze playing up and especially playing up against his former team. I do think Ole Miss wins the game, but I think Auburn keeps it close. Mm, I agree. What quarterback's Auburn playing? Peyton Thorne. Thorne? They're not going to They're not going to keep up they, with that. I think you'll see both. You'll do see you? a little bit of Robbie Ashford because they've started getting him in on 
some of their design runs. Dude, I like him. I like Robbie Ashford too. They should start Robbie Ashford. I hate Peyton Thorne. I he looked good in that game versus Georgia. Hell, Peyton Thorne kind of looked good in the game against Georgia too. That's a whole What's Georgia going to do now? No Brock Bowers. They're dropping Bowers. two games. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Hey, but I will tell you this about everything you just said. I'm on all that. Wait, what were you on? I wouldn't listen. <laughs> Well, I'm he just, he stopped it. and he said, I agree with everything you just said. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm about to repeat it. Okay. Hugh Freeze is going to play up to his competition. That's what he does. He's going back up against Ole Miss. This is something that he has, I think he has circled because Ole Miss basically got him kind of blackballed from the mm. SEC for a little while too. So I think he has a well, little bit of Well, he had more than blackballs. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a little bit of everything. He might have had some blackballs, but he – He knows how to party. Yeah. But good Christian man though he is. I like him. Word to your mother. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think Auburn wins this game. I really do because it is almost close enough to November that I can say that Lane will drop one, <laughs> and that is what he does in November. We're hitting the tail Lane train. <laughs> yep, yep. And so that's just what happens. And Auburn is a super tough place to play. Um, but I am with you though on Judkins. Everything wants everything in me wants me to say that Ole Miss is going to blow them out because Judkins and uh, Harris, like they're both healthy and back, and that offense is scary. But that defense that is defense also is horrible. Mm -hmm. So probably the fourth worst secondary in the SEC. Mm. LSU being number one, Vanderbilt too. <laughs> LSU's secondary is worse than Vanderbilt. God, that's. I mean, y'all pretty much already hit all the points that I was going to say. But I will say this, you know, every week, obviously I just look at the slate, look at the lines, the opening lines on ESPN. And uh, normally I do a bunch of research mm -hmm. before we start talking about money and bets and things like that. But every now and then when I see a game, I already know how it's going to go as soon as I see it. Before I get into stats and last five and, you know, who they played and, what they are against the spread, yada, yada, yada. As soon as I saw this game, I thought to myself, Ole Miss can win it, but they're not going to cover. So because, like Brennan said, Auburn's a tough place to stay, tough place to play. I know it's not November yet, but Lane Kiffin can drop one that he's not supposed to. He always does. So I'm not saying he's going to drop this one, but I am saying that Auburn's going to take plus six and a half here. Okay. That's just what I've – that was my gut feeling, so screw the stats, screw the research. I'm just sticking with my gut. Always go with your gut. See, my thing is I think the only thing that Lane Kiffin is dropping is his nuts. <laughs> and I think Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss will beat Auburn by multiple scores in this game. I think it's just one of those games, too, where a lot of people see Auburn as, well, they've been playing pretty good. And I think this is a game where Lane Kiffin literally turns to the crowd and at one point in time, more than likely you will see him flip somebody off. And there will be multiple touchdowns where his hands are up before the ball has been caught in the end zone. And Ole Miss takes this game very handily. Hmm. So you're talking clipboards flying. And clipboards everything. fine. Baby mama's in the stands chanting his name. I mean, the whole nine. You're getting dirty. Yeah. Yeah. In Auburn. Well, you got to be dirty when you're talking Lane Kiffin, dude. You know, this is how he is. It's how he rolls. Ranked teams don't blow people out. Don't blow Auburn out in Auburn. It just doesn't this happen. one does. This <laughs> it, one will. It doesn't happen. I don't care how bad Auburn is. It doesn't happen. But like I said, my gut tells me that that could could definitely happen. But I just don't see it. 
Perfect. And then, I mean, <laughs> my thing is, too, Judkins, he's going to have a great game. He's going to have a great game. He is back. He's back. He looks Auburn's good. been looking way too good to be as bad as they are, dude. It's the best running back room in the in the nation. Auburn? No. No, no, no. Florida. No, 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 no. Uh, Ole Miss. Okay. Whatever. Blasphemy. Still no. Still no. Blasphemy. <laughs> Tennessee's right. right now looking the best by default because Milton sucks so bad no. they have to run. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M right. was holding teams to 84 rushing yards per mm-hmm. game. They put up 250 against their ass. Texas A&M, we've seen horrible football team, horribly coached. I hate them. A-chan's good, though. Go he Fins, baby. A-chan is good. I know, but you got to show support. He's not good right now. now. Well, he's hurt right now. Exactly. That's why he's not good. Well, you know. Hey, rest in peace to A-chan owners and – Anthony Richardson owners and um, Kenny Pickett owners. Kenny Pickett. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. I wasn't. I, was, I don't own him. Didn't buy him stock. Yeah, I got Pickens. He's still asleep. <laughs> but I don't have Pickett. All right. Well, let's move on to the last call segment. Brought to you by Last Call Sports. <laughs> <laughs> and Acres Down South. And Acres Down South, home of the game day polo. I have a Tar Heel polo on right now, and honestly, I'm probably gonna sleep in it. Softest thing I've ever felt, mm-hmm. other than Sutton's clothes after I take it out of the dryer. Hey, we actually had a guy buy one off of another guy's yeah, back. Dude, I, I saw stadium. that. I saw Check that. Check out Acres Down South Instagram and TikTok for the video. Not staged. Dude, no. no swear to God. 100%. No, guy had to been probably said, 12 coors deep. Yeah, they <laughs> hey, they us. sat down next to him, and they basically said that he was bugging. So the kid's in high school that sold the jersey. Yeah. And he said that he was, he was bugging him about uh, buying a shirt, and he's like, He's like, the guy was drunk, and he has a – so, actually, the guy's a dad. He has a kid that goes to Tennessee. He had a kid that went to Florida. He had a kid that went to Georgia and a kid Damn. that went to Alabama. Oh, my God. Right yeah. on, dude. Yeah. And uh, anyway, he kept bugging This guy's it. broke. As soon as he sat down, he was like, he's like, dude, that's the baddest fucking shirt in this whole place. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was like, well, you can buy it at Acres Down South. And he was like, he's like, no, I want that one. <laughs> And uh, he said, he said, well, it, seriously, it's seventy two dollars on the site. He's like, I'll give you a hundred. And he's like, he's like, nah. He said, I'll give you two hundred. He's like, he's like, look, you give me a hundred and give me your shirt, I'll give it to you. He said, he, he said, even I'll. let him pick what shirt he had on. He had two shirts. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I thought that was super cool, super cool. If you haven't seen that, check out the social media over there at Acres Down South too. They kill it over there too. So, um, yeah, last call sports, last call segment. My last call, guys, just say a prayer for me. Two kids two coming. Kids. <laughs> well, hopefully not two kids coming. Hopefully it's just one. <laughs> Healthy. <laughs> strong. We were on the baby. Beach and he told me that he was having another baby. I said, dude, what if it's twins? Be cool. It runs in our family. I hope it doesn't run in Kelsey's family. Hey, we're like triple due for twins, so we thought we were having twins. Y'all probably had twins next. You're you're not pregnant, are you? No, I want twins. Though. Okay. What was the last set of twins in y'all's family? Uh so actually, wild story, my great-grandmother had 18 pregnancies. Out of those 18, she had one set of triplets, two set of twins, and you know how it was back then. A lot of them didn't make it, but she ended up having like, she had 18 different pregnancies, and I think she had like 14 kids. It's insane. You, Guinness Book of World Records stuff. <laughs> Fertile Myrtle is what they called her. <laughs> I <laughs> like that. Yeah. Hey, my great grandmother was a twin, and they married twins. That's pretty cool. Too. <laughs> That's kind of like you and John Michael. Kind of. Kind of. He might be in the family section. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the beach with him next week. Oh, yeah. big day. Yeah. 
Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Not an announcement or anything. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It'd be cool, though. Is that your last call? No, my last call is Penn State first half money line. Okay. Fair. First half money line. First like half it. money line. Ohio State's a horrible first half team. Gruber? I've got to take back something I said earlier. <laughs> Already? Yep. We didn't even let it get it posted first. I know. I've got to take <laughs> it back, though. Week one, I sat on, I sat in this chair, and I said that Tennessee was going to beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa. I can't go back on that. I can't do it. So, like I said earlier, Joe Milton's going to have the best game you've seen out of him. It's not going to be a good game by any means, but it's going to be the best one you've seen out of him. And I think Jabari Small, Jalen Wright, Dylan Sampson all have games. And I just don't see Alabama moving the ball. So give me Tennessee. Hey. That reminds me of something. I said the same thing. <laughs> so I guess I got to get it right with you. <laughs> We're still on the same page because I said the same thing. Well, let's just start this over again. <laughs> We're going to talk about the big games this week. <laughs> yeah. Things We're, have changed. Yep. But, uh, Things have definitely changed. But, I mean, it's not far-fetched to say that Tennessee is going to win that game. It's really not. When you sit and look at the matchup, Alabama's offensive line against Tennessee's defensive line. Tennessee wins that battle ten times out of ten. Mm. It's settled. I feel it in my heart. They're winning. Mm. Well, if we're going all the way back that far, I said <laughs> that Tennessee had a better chance to beat Georgia at home than it did to Alabama. It's looking on the road. a whole lot better now. So, may want to check the receipts, folks. But to wrap things up, Big Germ's last call from this segment. Give me Arkansas minus five and a half Good at time. home. No cowbells allowed. Me, Arkansas. I like it. Noodle arm. I like it. My other last call is ladder challenge day two just smacked due to the fact that Liberty money line hit. Keep up with that and all of our social medias and check back in next week to see how many of these games Brennan got wrong. So, all right. (laughs) This is our last call. We'll see you next week.